Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being here with us today. I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful to be able to spend every week here with you together on the radio, um, really just thriving together. That's so amazing. Today is no different. Today is a day that we can maximize while it's called today. We can be the best version of ourselves. Often, often in life things happen. Things beyond our control, things that absolutely are the outcomes of things we did. All of those, they happen. Every day, life is happening, right? But what we can do today is make the choice to be the person that we want to be, to roar, to overcome, to influence the people that we were put on this world, on this planet, to influence in a positive direction, I hope for all of us. You see, it's so imperative that we maximize who we are today, not for ourselves, not for some selfish gain, but because as we are the best version of ourselves, we are then able to reach the people that only we can reach. It's interesting to me because two people can be doing the same exact thing. I mean, like they could be working for the same company in the same job, making the same amount, all of samenesses from an exterior standpoint. But person one and person two will meet and affect such a different group of people. It's fun to watch salespeople when they're learning and growing and beginning to develop into who they are because you will begin to see that there is a demographic of people that they really, really meet. Um, Lily Anderson, one of my great friends that taught me so much during the time that we were working together um, and her specialty because she learned how to sell in West Palm Beach, Florida was people that were retired, a little bit older. And by the time she left their house, they felt like they had a new granddaughter. She was just so good at becoming that daughter to them, that granddaughter to them. And others I've seen, you know, I mean, I know the guys that like their demographic is all rock stars. They're just all the people that others wouldn't even ever go into their house they would make sales with and it's fun to watch as we develop as a person and we begin to really look at who is drawn to us and begin to see the people that we influence the people whose lives we can help and change in this world and then we make the difference now here's the thing stuff happens in life we talked about that a second ago right And it's really easy to forget our mission, our purpose, what we're here to do on this planet and just wallow in whatever thing happened. And maybe, maybe for a time you need to, but really what we need to do is be like a lion and roar. I think of Mandisa's song, Overcomer. If you've never heard that song, oh my gosh, uh, you got to go look up uh, Overcomer by Mandisa. Mandisa is spelled M-A-N-D-I-S-A. And listen to that song. It's a great video too. Um, Most of the people in that are overcoming cancer and things like that. But no matter what you're overcoming, uh, you know, to you, it's a big deal. And that's part of what I want to help you encourage you today is is that as we're overcoming to strength, 
it isn't about um, how big the thing is to the rest of the world. It's about the obstacle in front of us. And it's about overcoming that thing in our life so that we are empowered to make the impact for the people that we're meant to serve, to be the difference, to overcome to strength, overcome life's obstacles, overcome the things beyond our control and absolutely the things that are absolutely within our control so that we can impact people's lives. As we are thriving, as we are living every day of our lives as a thriving entrepreneur, that's what we want to do. We want to be the change. We want to make the difference that only we can make in this world so that we can do the things that only we can do. Overcoming is both the greatest challenge and the greatest blessing that we get to have in our lives because when we overcome all the people that are watching us those of you that have kids you know what that's like you look over and you see those little eyes and unlike your dog who looks at you like you know you have two heads <laughs> right um, those little sponges of our children they're soaking it all in and when they see mom when they see dad when they see you overcoming they see you go through struggles and go back to triumph to be strong in the midst of difficult situations maybe your money's less than maybe your health has failed maybe you know covid hit and the whole entire world is on lockdown whether you want it to be or not regardless of what is going on you can overcome to strength you can make the difference in this world that only you can make it's today's choice tomorrow will take care of itself it'll have its own life challenges absolutely they always do right but tomorrow will also have the ability to so be the day that it needs to be and so rather than worrying about tomorrow, today is the day that we have. Like my friend Ernie Villanueva says, yesterday's a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is the only legal tender you can spend. How are you going to spend today? That wonderful gift of today, how are you going to spend it? How are you going to maximize your today? to overcome to strength from the things that were. I'm sorry for the stuff in your life that happened that should never have happened. Oh, I wish that I could take those away. I cannot. It's not within my power. But what I can do today is bring to you these guests who are going to give you insight into how to influence in a positive way the world around you in how to overcome to strength in how to really be maximized you and then you can apply just a little bit you don't have to change your whole world today the needle point shift today will make your trajectory difference so immense out into the future that you'll look back and you won't even remember you won't be able to even see over to where your current trajectory was taking you. You'll be so far from it that you won't even remember. That's the power of overcoming. And then you powerfully are doing the things every day that only you can do. You're making such an impact, such a difference. And in that, with that, through that, you overcome, you influence the people that you were meant to influence, and you live as a thriving entrepreneur. It's so amazing to get to see, to be a part of when you thrive. I love watching you thrive. I love seeing you overcome to strength. 
So let's take a quick commercial break and then jump back in with a couple of really amazing guests here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. We have a couple of really exciting guests. I'm so excited about this next international best-selling author. Her book is going to impact your life, make such a difference for you as you overcome to strength, as you do the things today that will maximize you being the best version of yourself. Are you ready for it? All right, let's jump right in. Join me in welcoming... Sherilyn Decker. Hey, Sherilyn, how are you doing today? I'm great, Steve. How are you? I am doing so good. I'm so excited to get to talk about your book, Roar Back, Transforming Struggle into Strength. Um, so before we jump right into the book, tell us a little bit about you and what's gotten you to this point in your life. Yeah. So it, it was what got me into this place was a telephone call, a telephone call that um, where my boss said, I'm sorry, but your position has been eliminated. And in that one moment, we lost 60% of my family's income as I was the breadwinner. And so here we are. And all of these questions are filling my mind. Like, will we get through this? How will we get through this? Now what, right? All of these things that I'm sure all of those listening are thinking if that had happened to them. And I'll be honest, Steve, I was completely frozen frozen in fear, paralyzed by the circumstances that had just hit my life. And that is what got me into this place. That is what got me to the place that realized I had to dig really deep, find out who I was and find out how I was going to fight back. And for me, that was a learning how to roar. And I tell this little story in the book about how I was watching a documentary on lions. And they were talking about how lions protect their territory. And so my territory is my family, right? And here the circumstance that just completely hit my life and sent us just in this tailspin. And I had to find the voice that my roar that would tell everything that was coming at me to knock it off. That was the fear, the anxiety, the worry, the um, financial situation. I had to find that deep inside of myself and begin to turn things around. It's really tough um, when those unexpected things come. I mean, not like it's easy when the expected things happen, but um, when it just comes to you out of the blue and you had plans and now they're done. Um, so, I mean, a lot of us, we just kind of sit and lick our wounds. Is there an element of just being hurt for a while before we roar back? Yes, it is absolutely okay to not be okay for a while. And it is absolutely okay to sit in a place of grieving and to realize that emptiness that has been left is not nothing. It's a void, it's a vacuum. It's, an, it's a place where something was. And it is okay to recognize that. It's also okay to recognize that what we lost was so intimately tied 
to who we are. It's a piece of our identity that was just completely unraveled. And in many ways, it was ripped off like a very painful Band-Aid, right? And it hurts. And it's okay. We just cannot stay in that place. We have to learn how to move through grief. Mm. That's a powerful statement, moving through grief. Because a lot of times we just kind of want to sit down and not move at all. <laughs> yes, very much so. And frankly, there are times when we find ourselves in the pit and we just want to sit there and have, excuse the term, a pity party. Ha <laughs> ha. That was pathetic, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, but um, there are times that we need to do that, but we also cannot stay there. We need to find the tools in order to get out or we will be left in a place of depression and misery and sadness and brokenness and bitterness and the list goes on and on. We have to figure out how to get out. And roar back is such a powerful phrase. I mean, just the word roar all by itself, but then roar back. So let's not stay in a pity party. Let's move into powerful things. Um, I'm going to ask you the most unfair question of the whole entire interview. Um, It's like asking you which of your kids is the favorite. What's your favorite part of the book? My favorite part of the book is helping people realize that they're the power of their tongue because our Proverbs, the book of Proverbs in the Bible tells us that our tongue either speaks life or death. And we often don't realize how, what we speak over ourselves and our circumstances, because if we could speak with power, our circumstances can begin to shift. If we're constantly complaining or grumbling or getting angry, or if we're constantly in a place where we're seeing the glass half empty, and we're not speaking positive possibility. If we're not speaking, um, I'm, a, I'm a Jesus girl. So if we're not speaking the word of God over our circumstances, then they're not going to change. But if we can learn how to respond powerfully by using the word of God, speaking declarations over ourselves, those verses in the Bible that are promises and declaring those over ourselves, and then finding a place of gratitude um, and being thankful in the midst of all of this stuff that has just happened that we are frankly not so thankful for, but there's always something to be found there. So I think if we, if I could say one thing, the one place to start, my favorite thing about this whole book is showing people the power of their tongue. Let's call Jesus the autumn and preach to people now. Um, you know, I was actually talking to my best friend the other day and we were talking about the verse in James later in James, you know, they're talking about gathering the elders together and praying over the sick kind of a thing. I know you're familiar with that. And I said to him, I said, yeah, but you got to go back a couple of chapters and you got to tame the tongue first. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. right. That's right. We absolutely do. Yeah. So roaring back, I mean, roar back is obviously not, you know, I just kind of put my toe in the water like so many people teach. How do you roar back? So roar is an acronym. The R, the first R in roar stands for respond. And we talked about that just a little bit, responding with the promises of God, learning how to be gratitude, speaking those verses out loud over ourselves. The O stands for overcoming And that's recognizing that we can overcome the obstacles in our lives. I tell this story in the book about how um, when I was first learning how to drive, I hit a pothole. I hit a pothole that flattened both tires on the passenger side of my car. And here I am, 16 years old, new driver, total newbie, right? And I'm stuck on the side of the road with two tires. If even if I could change a flat and I only had one spare in the trunk. So you had to, I had to figure out how to overcome that. And one of the first things is we have to realize that we're taught in our life how to watch out for potholes. When we're learning how to drive, they're like, hey, watch out for these you know, holes in the road. They'll flatten your tires. Well, if we're paying attention to our life and to the lives of other people, we can see the obstacles that are coming at us just like we can see a pothole. We can learn how to recognize what's coming. And for some people are like, okay, what are you talking about? 
Well, maybe that's your temper. Maybe you can realize that this sort of thing um, is a trigger point for you and it causes you to get spun up in anger. Well, that's an obstacle. You can learn how to overcome that obstacle in your life by not letting anger trip you up. Another one would be unforgiveness or bitterness, or um, there's plenty of examples we could go on and on, but the idea is overcoming those by learning what to look for. The A um, in ROAR stands for apply. And this is when we take those lessons that we've learned from the past and we begin to apply them to our lives. We've all had the experience where we have run into somebody who is very similar to someone else. It could be they rub us the wrong way. It's the same person in different skin with a different name, sometimes a different gender. And sometimes it's our boss, it's our neighbor, it's somebody else who pushes our buttons in the same way. Well, if we can realize, or in some cases, we're having a life circumstance. We're like, I have been around this mountain before. Why am I constantly in this struggle? I had a client that I'm working with and she's constantly dating the wrong guys. Well, why is that? This is a pattern that she's begun to recognize, but well, congratulations, you just had awareness. This is a pattern. <laughs> Let's find the patterns, find the places where we've seen the same terrain over and over again. We've seen the same personalities over and over again and actually make a change so we can apply the lessons we've learned before and not do it again. And so that's the A in apply. And the last R in ROAR is revealing our story to other people, because this is the whole power of the book. My layoff and what I learned from that is putting me in a place where I can help others overcome the difficulties in their lives. You have a powerful story. Steve, you're an author. You know the power of helping people get their story out. That's what you do. It's what you do so beautifully. And so to be able to help other people realize that they have a story, they have a testimony, something they've survived, that they can help other people work their way through, that's the last R. It's revealing that, um, finding that beauty in those ashes, the treasure in the trash, right? The message in the mess, whatever we want to call that. So what would you say are is the thing or are the things that keep people stuck between struggle and strength? Yeah, I think the first part is recognizing that it's their fault. And I mean that in the most loving way, we have to be able to look at how we got into some of this and take ownership for what's ours. We can blame all kinds of other people for the situation that we got ourselves into but some of it is ours. And so we have to recognize, we have to be mature enough to look at what happened and say, okay, what part of this is mine? And there's a lot of people who will not be brave enough to look at their life and say, where can I take responsibility for things that went off the rails? And that is the bravery that requires us to dig really deep and find out, okay, God, what are you, what are you, what are you showing me in here? that I need to deal with? What are the things that I need to work on in me so that I can show up in the world better for other people? Mm, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, especially like in your situation, because, you know, you didn't ask to be fired. You, I don't think probably did anything to have them change the direction of the company. So how do you, in those kind of situations, find your responsibility for things. Yeah. So let me just rewind a few years. Um, I took that job because I was dissatisfied in the job I was in. I was dissatisfied because I missed out on a promotion that I didn't get that I felt like I deserved. So at the very root of my difficulty was my disappointment, was my unmet expectations, were some things that were in my own maturity that if I was really honest with myself, I could say, you know what? Had What could have been the possibility if I had just worked on that area of my heart and trusted that God would open the right doors for me at the right time, that he would give me favor in the eyes of my boss? Because I was very successful. I was doing what I was very good at. I just thought I deserved being promoted and I didn't get it. And so I went to go look for something else that put me on this path to get laid off. Because again, I, I mean, I was 
so I, part of that is mine. You're right. I didn't, I didn't make the phone call to lay me off, but I did make the choice to take the job that set me up for that. And so there's always something in that where we can look back and say, okay, where did I go wrong here? Mm, That's powerful. So for the person that has just been stuck in the pity party, I I did like that joke. I thought it was great. Um, (laughs) What, what could they do right now today to begin to stand up, dust themselves off and start roaring again? Stand up, pick yourself up, dust yourself off. And that's really the first step is to find, is just to make the choice that you're going to get out. And for me, the first thing that I needed to do was find the people that could be in my life to help take, get me out of there. Because we've all had friends that are, that tend to help us um, wallow. They're the ones that like our drama. They're the ones that like us in this place of misery um, that frankly like it when they're doing better than we are. These are not the kind of people that are gonna help you climb out, I'm sorry to say. I had to find people who could speak life into me until I could do that for myself. And so I would say to really evaluate who's in your life and who's speaking life over you. And by speaking life over you, what that means is they see your purpose in you when you don't see it. They see the contributions you bring to the world before you even see it yourself. They know who you are and they are calling that out of you. Those are the people that you need to have in your life. It doesn't mean you're not friends with the other people. It just means that they're not the ones to help you climb out of the pit. We got to find out who's throwing us the rope and make sure that we can, um, that we can climb out. And so for me, that was one of the first steps. And the second piece was I really had to begin to focus on what was coming in garbage in garbage out. I had to watch what I was watching. I had to watch what I was reading. I had to watch who was, I was giving permission to speak into my ear and for me, I really had to find what God said. What does his word say about the circumstances that I'm in? Because here I found myself with a job, a job loss, right? 60% of my income just poof and disappeared. And I had to really trust that God says in his word multiple times. He says his name is, I am your provider. That's his name. That's one of his names. It's called Jehovah Jireh. It means I am provider. Though that means I had to really dig into his character and his name and say, okay, this is who you say you are. I need to know you like that. I need to know you as my provider. And that doesn't mean he's some genie in a bottle and I can just, you know, rub on the side of the lamp and then poof out he comes and he gives me what I need in three wishes. That's not how it works. What it means is I have faith in God's character that he has got me taken care of. There's this verse that just brought me a lot of comfort where he says that he will clothe the lilies of the valley. And he talks about how he, you know, he will, he feeds the birds. Well, if he's going to feed the birds and clothe the flowers, then he's going to take care of me. And why am I worried about those little things? Jesus tells us not to worry yet we do. And so we really have to, I really had to wrestle with the things I was saying to myself and see if, are they aligning with who God says he is? And if they're not, then I had to, like we said before, tame that tongue. So good. What words of encouragement would you like to leave the listeners with? Mm. If you don't know where to start, pick up the book. It has tons of tools in there. And I will give you five um, there inside the book. There's a place for you to go download the free resources that come with the book. And I can give you the five prayers to pray over yourselves to begin this journey if you don't know what to speak over yourself. So it's full of, it's a complete DIY effort to figure out how to do this yourself. Um, if, or, you know, you can reach out to me and we can do the journey together. The book is called Roar Back, Transforming Struggle into Strength by Sherilyn Decker, international best-selling author. Such a great book. You really have to get it. You can get it on Amazon today by just simply going to Roar Back Book. Sherilyn, thanks so much for spending some time with us on the show here today. Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. 
I really do hope you go out and you get Sherlyn's book. It's so great. Uh, I was so privileged and honored to be part of the process of helping her become the international best-selling author that really she's always been inside. It's such a great book, and it really totally will help you overcome to strength to move from where you are and begin to roar again and make the difference in this world that only you can make so that you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take another quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity, and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far, and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. In the last segment, we were talking about roaring back about moving from struggle to strength. And today we've been talking all episode about overcoming to strength, about learning how to be the best version of we that we can be today, that we can really just truly thrive in our circumstance, that we can maximize who we are today. And the reason why we do that is because we want to be a person of influence for the people whose lives we are meant to serve, that we can help the people that we were put on this planet to make that amazing difference for. So as we move forward into this next guest, I want you to think in mind, what is that thing that I do? Who can I serve? And how can I be a person of influence as I go from what was and I overcome to strength. Let's jump back into another interview. Join me in welcoming Frank Mulcahy. Hey, Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely incredible, Steve. Absolutely incredible. Great, I'm glad to hear it. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world. Well, I'm, uh, I'm down here in Houston, Texas, uh, since 1978, and uh, originally from uh, the New England area. And I just got a little bit of, uh, fed up with uh, one of my, well, actually my first and my only employer up there, Travelers Insurance, after I get out of the Army. Um, they, um, I worked hard for them for a year and started out at $6,800 a year working in their insurance claims department. They told me if I did three automobile claims a day, I'd be doing very, very well with them. And I was doing seven. At the end of the first year, Steve, I um, went in for my annual raise. They brought me all the way up to $10,000. And in 1972, that was, that was about the standard wage. And I asked for $300 more. And they told me that arbitration was for ball players, and that I wasn't a ball player. And that's all I could get for the next two years. So I, I gave them a 10-minute notice and walked out the door and Monday morning, my wife said, why'd you do that? I said, well, I'm going independent. I made 28000 the next year, and I never looked back. Uh, so for the last, you know, almost 50 years, um, I've been out there as a consummate entrepreneur looking for uh, what is needed in the marketplace at, at the time. 
Things have changed so much here just recently, especially. I mean, not that they haven't changed a lot since the 70s, but um, just recently, you know, with COVID and all those kind of things, things have massively changed. If you were to, and I hope you don't have to start a whole brand new company, but you might do one for fun. Um, if you were to start a new company, what direction would you be looking at? Well, uh, you, you're correct. I don't have to start a new one. I just have to pivot the one that I had um, to go from the real world to the virtual world. Um, and uh, because as an as a international uh, speaker, um, you know, I'm, I'm out there speaking about workplace bullying and disruptive behavior in the workplace. I also talk about cybersecurity risk and, and how uh, companies need to reduce the uh, devastating impact of it. And um, both of those are, are, are fields that people could look at going into the future because it goes with what I feel in 2020 and going forward that if you want to be a, a key person of influence, if you want to be uh, somebody that's going to be able to weather the storm, um, whether it's in a quarantine situation or whether it's in a semi-quarantine situation, uh, and then the next big thing, Steve, that people have to, I believe, have to really take a deep dive look at, take a sabbatical and study what is going to happen with 5G and the gig economy, artificial intelligence, machine learning, cognitive behaviors. Um, are you going to be displaced or are you going to thrive? And, and so in my business, uh, I just had to make the switch from live to virtual. Now, many other people, um, because of technology, uh, automation, digitization, robotization, uh, artificial intelligence, their industries are, are totally, totally disrupted and destroyed. And then we have so many, so many good people out there, entrepreneurs from all uh, areas of the country that they're being crushed by uh, the big tech, Google, Amazon, uh, you know, uh, the, the big box stores, um, they're even getting crushed. And so people have to think long and hard, the entrepreneurs I'm, I'm addressing here now, Steve, they have to think long and hard about where are they going to be 24, 36, 48, 60 months from now are they preparing for all the new technology and how to harness it so they can use it? Or are they going to allow it to use them? And I think I'd add one other thing to that, Steve. And that is, I, I think the marketplace is looking for, um, for things and vendors to have a social value. Um, you, you know, it's more than just going out and making money. It's about what are we doing to help um, the rest of the people out there, in our, whether it's in our, our personal tribe, our family tribe, our Christian tribe, or our customers. Um, how can we enhance their lives um, in an affordable and an efficient manner? I, I think that's a business model that a lot of people need to start looking at if they want to survive. That's really good. It's a really important point to be thinking about what other people need as opposed to just yourself, that's really good. You used a phrase in there, um, and I hear it thrown around a lot these days, but I'd really be interested to hear your definition for, you said key person of influence. What does that mean to you? Well, uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's a great phrase, and I, I wish more people would pay attention to it, but in every industry, Steve, every, every niche uh, out there, uh, there's always the people that come first to mind. They're the leaders in that industry. They're invited to the big contracts. They're invited to the grand openings. They get the higher level compensation on the compensation pages. And that's because they dominate their space. And in, in, in the world of key people of influence today, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I started my first internet company, uh, back in uh, 1997, uh, to do web page design, development, marketing, and all that. 
I had to go out and get office space. I had to get hardware. I had to get software. I had to get licensing. Uh, I, I had to uh, have accountants. I mean, I, it was a it was a huge capital investment, and not even knowing if it was going to work. And and uh, I, I remember. Um, uh, our third year, we did five and a half million dollars in sales, but my wife and I took home $35,000 because we paid everybody else and us last. And, but today, let's, let's move forward today. And as you and I are talking here uh, in 2020, somewhere in, in Jakarta, somewhere in Puerto Rico, somewhere in California, there's a 16-year-old sitting in their bedroom and as long as they have a, a, a smartphone and connectivity to the internet, they can virtually launch their business right now for little or no cost. They just need internet connectivity. They need a shopping cart. They just need a small website. They could be resellers on Amazon. They could go out there and, and become, I mean, my, my word, uh, it's staggering to look at the kind of money that uh, some of these YouTubers are making and, and, and the influencers. And, and so we stop about the influencers. There's two different types. There's the influencers in the B2B space, the business to business. And then there's the, um, the social butterflies, I call them, uh, the Kardashians, right? The Kim Kardashians of the world. Uh, people want to follow other people's lifestyle. Or, or there's actually people that are watching these young kids opening up toys and gifts and giving their review and the kids are taking home, Steve, two, three, four, five, twenty million dollars a year, right? And they're doing it at virtually no startup, but they're influential in some range to somebody. Um, I, I think the first person that did this was Mark Zuckerberg. He wanted to chronicalize the drunken follies of Harvard students. And he started the Facebook company. That's what it was first called, the Facebook. Then it went to Rutgers and Yale and Dartmouth. And next thing you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is, is dominated all around the world on that social gathering mechanism. Uh, another influencer early on, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. He wanted to sell books a little bit better than Walden books and Border books. Now, my word, what can you not get from Amazon? He's, he's the richest guy in America, or probably in the world. Um, and, and those are niches. Now, at the same time, we say, okay, but they have the niches already taken. Listen, there's so many niches and micro niches out there that all we need to do is recognize that we have a story, right? There's five components to become a key person of influence. And, 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 and once you get these five, your whole world can change, and and I want to I want to address those if if you don't mind if I if I could at this time. Um, yes, but, please. Uh, uh, it, number one, Steve, a story. Now, some people call it a pitch. I don't like to call it a pitch because not everybody likes to pitch. Not everybody likes to sell, but everybody has a story. Everybody has something in their life that they're fond of, that that they're good at. They have a a, a great interest in. And because of globalization and all of the tools available for virtually no money, I mean, they could get a Zoom account for free. They can get a Loom account for free. Um, they can get, you know, uh, drop shipping for free. If they have a story, all they have to do now is start to publish. Step number two is publish. Now, that could be a blog. It could be a post. Uh, it could be, uh, uh, you know, doing recordings and putting them on, on YouTube or, or Vimeo, um, but somehow start to publish. And, 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 and well, I can't tell anybody more than you with what you do as a, a, an author and helping aspiring authors, but when you have that published intellectual property, now you have an asset. You have an asset. So that's step number two, story and then publish. Number three I tell everybody, find a product. You, you know, there, there's, a, there's a, a person out there right now that is really good at, at being a vegetarian. And at the same time, they want to become an athlete. So, you, you know, normally we think, well, a vegetarian and athlete, that, that doesn't make sense. Well, listen, the New England Patriots just signed this uh, uh, Cam Newton 
uh, uh, quarterback. And I was reading yesterday that he's a vegetarian. Now, when you flip the side with the old quarterback the New England Patriots had, Tom Brady, he had these nutritionists in there. They call it Brady 12. And, and whatever he's doing, it's working because he, he still looks like he's 20 years old. And he's still clicking along at 42. But, but they, they have their own style. My point is that somewhere in the world, in the global market, maybe not in your neighborhood right now, wherever you're located, but in the global market, there are people that are interested in becoming a vegetarian bodybuilder or a vegetarian athlete. And so if somebody can put together uh, their presence on the internet, they could do very, very well just catering to that sub-niche. You know, mine, I cater for the identity theft awareness training, cybersecurity, and disruptive behavior in the workplace, workplace bullying. So my audience is worldwide. Now, now, number four, this is where it gets really interesting. Um, and, and what they have to do is they have to build a profile. And, you know, it's often said, Steve, that you are who Google says you are. Nothing more, nothing less. And, and here's what I mean by that. If somebody is looking to engage your services, they're going to look you up and see whether you're valid or not. They're going to see, is this the person that can bring value to my family, my individual, my company, my corporation, my, my charity? They want to know, are you the person? And so going back to the publishing, I, I know you're, you're really, really, really uh, well-versed and one of the world's experts on, on helping authors become uh, a, you know, a physical presence out there. When somebody has that out there and they're documented, then people are going to say, you're the one, you're the one I need. You have, a, you have a handle on this problem I have within this particular niche. Now, number five is where it gets exciting. This is where it just absolutely is just incredible. And, and I've lived it, I've experienced it every single day, is that when you are a key person of influence in your niche, in your space, and, and you have a great story, and, and I don't mean a story about, you, you know, uh, some coffee producer that has some mystical coffee bean up in the hills of the Himalayas and it's brought down on the, the, the backs of donkeys and pasteurized and processed. I don't mean that kind of a story. I mean the kind of a story that helps to solve somebody else's problems and with a social uh, element to it. When you have that and you published and you have a product ecosystem, now, now I don't mean just one little product, but uh, product ecosystem where you get them in, give them something for free, whether it's a report or, or a, a, an online webinar, whatever it is, give them something for free. Then they're gonna come back and get a smaller offer from you. Now they know, like, and trust. Then they can go to the third stage and they can get in your product ecosystem, product number three, product number four. And now you have, you have a following uh, that is gonna spread the news. But here's where it gets exciting uh, after you have the, the profile is number five is partnerships, partnerships. And partnerships is where people are coming to you because somewhere right now today, as you and I are talking, there are people out there that have huge databases that they would love to expose their people to other viable good service products and information that you or I may have, or somebody listening to this uh, uh, recording may have, and they're gonna wanna know, how can we partner my huge database with your resources and we both profit from it financially? It's magical. That's, that's I guess, the long answer, but a powerful answer to what it means to become a key person of influence. It sounds scary, it sounds overwhelming, but if somebody's got a niche, Steve, I've, I've shown them in less than 12 months how to package themselves to become that key person. And it, it'll change their life forever. So if a person wanted to work with you to do that, um, how would they go deeper with you on that? Well, they can reach out to me. Um, uh, the easiest way to reach me is uh, I have what's called a, uh, a digital business card out there. Uh, they just go to call Frank dot today, um, you know, C-A-L-L-F-A-R-N-K dot 
T-O-D-A-Y. And from there, they can have my link to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, see my videos. Uh, they can also, you know, look me up on uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Frank Mulcahy. Uh, or probably the most comprehensive website is uh, bookfrankmulcahy.com. And in there, um, you'll get an idea of how a key person of influence would package themselves. In other words, how does the world look at you? So if somebody, whether they want to work with me or not, um, I mean, I'm always welcome to help people, but uh, I, I think that that would give them a good idea uh, as to what they could strive towards. Now, it doesn't mean they have to do what I do. They don't have to have a presence like I do, but it's, it's a starting point uh, so that people understand because, uh, you, you know, when I get out of the Army, uh, back in 1970, um, and I needed to find a store. I went to the Yellow Pages, right? And but today, Steve, uh, I think you have to go to the Smithsonian Institute to see a Yellow Pages. It's just no longer there. Uh, but that is how we found people. And today, more than ever, whatever it is that somebody's doing out there now and in the future, if they're an entrepreneur or they're working in the gig economy, um, I think they need to have that presence on the world wide web. That's why it's www world wide web. And they need to harness um, the profitability of being, being a global citizen. Perfect. I love it. Well, Frank, I really appreciate you spending some time giving us some really, really practical information to be able to work from. Thanks for being with us here today. Oh, it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure. And uh, I, again, I encourage everybody, uh, take a little sabbatical, take, take a few hours, set aside, look at where you're at, where you're not, where you wanna be, write it down. Um, the, the, the possibilities are endless out there. And it's, uh, it's an exciting time. I, I just wish that, uh, I wish I was 13 again, Steve. Uh, so I could have one, one of those mega million years before I hit 16. Absolutely. I hope that you will take that sabbatical, that you will take the time to really evaluate who am I, where am I going, and what can I do to make the difference that only I can make in this world? And then really, truly jump in with both feet and be the best version of you today as we move and we overcome to strength. That's one of the key elements in living as a thriving entrepreneur. Going to jump into a quick commercial and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. As we dive deep into all that is all that can be, all that should be today. You see, with the way that I said that, you were thinking, oh my gosh, now you're going to pile everything on me as you told me to put it all away and just focus on today. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to trick you, but I wanted you to realize just how unoverwhelming today needs to be. Because instead of the everything, it's just, what's the best version of me today? How do I overcome today? How do I move from struggle to strength? How do I be a person of influence? What kind of a difference can I make today? And as we begin to ask those questions of ourselves, that computer that is our brain will be like, here is the answer. Here's what we can do today to be the best us we can be today. In spite of the things that we've had to go through, the struggles, the traumas, we can overcome to strength today and be that person of influence. Make that difference in somebody's life so that the person is like, oh, yes, I'm so glad that I turned in their Facebook Live. I'm so glad that I listened to that podcast. I'm so glad that I read that book. I went to that conference, whatever it might be, because you just simply showed up and were the best you today. That's all. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Today is the only legal tender that we have to spend. And you're so worthy, so worth it, and so capable of making such a tremendous difference in this world. You won't even recognize yourself in the days to come as you begin processing through, taking the steps, and making sure that in everything you do, you are being the best you just today. Not yesterday, not next week, not next month, not next year. Just focus on today. And today, let's overcome to strength together. Let's be the best us we can be and really truly maximize today. So at the end of the day, when we lay our head on the pillow, we can say, I did the best I could do while it was called today. And I was able to impact people's lives just simply by being me. And that's so valuable, so important, so worth it. Because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world needs you. You overcoming to strength just today. Just taking that needlepoint shift, that tiniest little one foot in front of the other step today to being who you are to its fullest potential today and thriving. That's what my wish, my hope, my want, my dream, and my blessing for you today is that you will live today as a thriving entrepreneur and see just how wonderfully, amazingly powerful you are as you overcome to strength, as you maximize today, and as you live as a thriving entrepreneur. Until we're together again next time, I hope that you have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve, 
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You